Welcome to I'll Watch That Movie with Tammy and Dan. I'm Dan. And I'm Tammy. And today, Tammy, we have a, an amazing film coming out of the vault. Amazing. <laughs> and we have Little Nikita. Released March 18th, 1988, written by John Hill and Bo Goldman, and directed by Richard Benjamin. An FBI agent works to uncover an all-American family as Soviet sleeper agents and gets caught up in a friendship with their unaware son. <laughs> Creepy. The prequel to the TV show The Americans is what I've decided this is. Oh, that's what this is? Okay. Because yeah. <laughs> I think this is what The Americans is about. It's a, a TV show based in the 80s about a Russian spy family. Okay. That their their kids don't know that the parents are sleepers. Ah. So there you go. Okay. Bam. Well. Is Sydney Poitier in uh, the Americans? I do not think so. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, they don't have the Poitier, do they? And Richard Jenkins and yeah. River Phoenix. <laughs> um. So we. But they have Carrie Russell. So that's <laughs> hey, <laughs> that's there you cool. Go. I guess that's all you need, right? <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead. So, um, we, uh, open up on a parade, uh, with the high school marching band and, uh, we meet Richard and Elizabeth Grant and, uh, they're waiting on their son, Jeff. Um, and then he finally shows up. <laughs> not dressed at first. Not dressed. He's not dressed up in the, uh, I guess the. I don't know. Revolution I feel like maybe it was like a Founders type Day yeah. type parade or something. Yeah, that's what it seemed like, right? Yeah. And uh, yeah, he's uh, not dressed, and uh, he comes in. He's riding on a bike that he's uh, and he's hitching on a car yes. <laughs> on his bike. That's how you do it exactly. Uh, then he uh, changes into an outfit that wasn't picked out by his uh, parents. <laughs> it's for Barbara. <laughs> An outfit picked by the Miami Vice Police. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very much. Yeah, he had. Uh, it was very eighties that outfit. <laughs> um, and then we uh, see Miguel, who's trying to find out how to get into a good college by bothering uh, Miss McLaughlin. Yeah, I guess the uh, guidance counselor at uh, the Fountain Grove School High School. Yeah, she doesn't seem to care much about the kids. No, it doesn't care about the future. Doesn't care. Doesn't want to talk to Miguel at all. No. Probably thinks he's uh, not going to amount to much, anyways. <laughs> Rude. Yeah, totally. Uh, so uh, the Grants—they're in the parade, and Jeff jumps up and uh, or jumps off of the uh, of the float. Right in the middle randomly. of the parade. Yeah, yeah, right in the middle, and uh, you know, just jumps right off. No big deal. And. Then uh, his friends uh, sign him up for the Air Force. <laughs> yeah, I my note was, did he just sign up for the Army? What the hell is going on? <laughs> I, I was so confused. Yeah, and then he uh, just jumps back onto the float after he signs his name <laughs> for the application. And did you notice the little Asian kids weren't impressed? <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> there was this like close up of these two little Asian kids uh, after he jumps on the float and... You can tell they're just uh, not impressed at all with this uh, <laughs> jumping on and off the float. Because <laughs> they also weren't throwing out any candy or anything. So, you know, if you're in a parade and you're not throwing out candy and you're a kid, uh, 
you know, you're not gonna and be you're too not happy. singing Don Quixote then and, and it's the 80s come on yeah. what kind of parade is this what are you doing <laughs> um and then we cut to uh, a mysterious person with the gross feet <laughs> with, ever with, with the gross flip flop feet um <laughs> and uh he kills some dude at the IRS office at the dog track it's, I didn't know <laughs> Okay, so that was the IRS office. I didn't know what that was. I knew we yeah, were at like a dog says. track or something, but I didn't know what was going on. I yeah. <laughs> again, what the hell is going on? Yeah, the sign said um, IRS office or something, and you're led to believe that it's an African dog track. So I don't know. I mean, maybe there there is IRS offices at the dog track because I mean, you do probably have to claim your money and stuff. I guess. So I guess maybe it makes some sort of I mean, sense. I went to the horse track, you know, the horse races when I was little, but I don't remember having to, like, go to... <laughs> you don't remember IRS. going to the IRS? No. <laughs> well, that might be a detail you may not remember. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> and also, maybe you didn't win, uh, you know, whoever you were with didn't win enough. No, probably not. So you have to win, like, I think, like, 500 bucks or something, and then you... I used to win a couple bucks. <laughs> Did you claim it to the IRS? No. <laughs> I, I was, was a kid. Eight. I yeah. was a kid. Kids don't count, right? They don't have to claim stuff. Like, child <laughs> actors, they don't have to claim stuff. They're kids. <laughs> yeah, of course not. <laughs> not at all. Uh, so, uh, at that point, I had my prediction. Yeah, what do you got? <laughs> all right, so... <laughs> And I know you were iffy about stopping it. You were going to give me a couple more minutes, but I was like, I don't think this is going to clear up in the next nah. couple of minutes. So, okay. River and his friend, because I didn't know what River's gotcha. Phoenix's name was. Jeff, yeah. Yeah, I didn't know that till like, I don't know, 30 minutes in. Uh, River and his friends uh, sign up to join the ROTC as a joke. <laughs> like, you know, in school. Yeah. Little do they know it's about to get real. <laughs> The Russian mafia is taking over the underground gambling ring and they are starting to kill people who cannot pay their debt. <laughs> and I just assumed it was Russian mafia because the title is Nikita. But Yeah, gotcha. <laughs> that includes, um, I don't know, sergeant, captain, whoever's in charge of the ROTC. They killed that person. River and his friends have to find out what is going on and they need to take down the Russian mob. <laughs> <laughs> there are several fight scenes and at one point one of River's friends dies <laughs> he gets shot and killed uh, and there will also be a romance between River and Barbara who ends up being related to the head of the mob oh geez in the end I don't of course <laughs> I really just <laughs> but did he <laughs> yeah really. yeah I don't think anyone especially America does not win at the end of this movie oh yeah that they definitely do not win. Uh, yeah, this, these are, this is one of the... Um, it's a theme in 80s movies for there to be, you know, all this talk about uh, the Russians and everything, you know, because Cold War stuff and everything going on. And so, uh, yeah, <laughs> get movies about Russians. And this is one of them. <laughs> Uh, one of a few that we'll be covering, by the way, Tim. Oh, <laughs> There's gracious. more. There's, I better like brush up on my Russian spy history. There you go. Um, <laughs> so we're in Mexico City, and we Scar. meet uh, Constantine Karpov, and um, he's supposed to get a man named Scuba, who was the dude that killed the other guy at the IRS. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of talk going on. You don't understand necessarily what's going on. Nope. 
Um, I know they're afraid of the American media. Yes, definitely, as you should be. That's what they fear most, they said. <laughs> so now we're back in San Diego, and we meet uh, Rory Permenter, I think is his last name, uh, played by Sidney Portier. <laughs> Yeah, why is he in this movie? Okay, yeah. So, like, what what happened in his career that he's in this movie? Well, like, um, you know, you have him. You have River Phoenix, who, you know, young actor, you know, definitely. Uh, I, I don't know if he did, like, his bigger hits at that point or not. Like, um, I don't think so. I'm going to say. I think, th- I think this was right before that. Um, but he ended up being um, in a movie again with Sidney Poitier in, really? in Sneakers. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Um, so um, Brewer uh, is talking to Roy, and you may know Brewer from uh, X Files. Oh, a, oh, Deep Throat. Yes, Deep Throat. <laughs> yeah, I was. Um, once I seen Deep Throat, I was like, is this going to be like the X-Files where something he's in just turns out to not be very good? <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Does not bode well for this movie. Yes. But then Richard Jenkins is in it. And then I was there like, well, I still have hope. There's Sidney Poitier. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely. You got Sidney Poitier in like his creepiest role ever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So um, we find that uh, if we find out that Scuba may or may not have killed Roy's partner many years ago <laughs> um maybe then uh we start to see the the connection of how roy gets into the story because he's um doing a fbi background check on jeff grant um so he can get into the uh air force and so um yeah with their fancy computer <laughs> yeah the fancy computer that shows like their face uh, it's so weird the image and then they have like the dot matrix printer going yeah. and everything a it looked of, like a computer like i would use in elementary school when i was playing like um Oregon Trail or something. Yeah, like that's, that's exactly, exactly what it was. Yeah, like when it came up when it was typing words, I was like, "Oh, that's like the text from Oregon Trail." Anyway, <laughs> so uh, might as well have been. <laughs> this is a very advanced system. Uh, Roy sees that Jeff's parents are really, really old. <laughs> like they're from the eighteen hundreds. They, they've died. <laughs> yes, but then they've died. opened a nursery. Imagine that. Um, so then, uh, the computer flashes, does not compute, <laughs> does <Yes>. not compute. <laughs> and then, uh, would you like me to re-review? Yes. <laughs> then Roy calls for, um, some reading on the grants, you know, to find out what's going on. And, um, now we see Jeff's buddies dropping him off at the, uh, air force for his interview. <laughs> yep. Yeah, that's what happens. Then uh, Roy meets with Jeff and uh, his wet palms. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was funny when they started talking about like that he was um, interviewing for the Air Force. Like uh-huh. I just thought of Matthew Broderick and I was like, oh, man, this, I hope this movie doesn't go in that direction. <laughs> oh, and, and then there's a bunch of monkeys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like Project X. Yep. Um, then there's... Some really weird, awkward conversations that go on with Roy asking Jeff uh, stuff. I think he's basically trying to find out if he's gay or not. <laughs> Just asking him all the time that he likes girls. Like, he really wants to make sure that he likes girls. Yeah. 
And then, but we do uh, learn that um, Jeff's parents don't know that he's applied to the Air Force Academy. Yes, exactly. And then Roy, he's trying to find out about uh, Jeff's parents and what's going on. Um, awkward. A lot of talk about his parents and girls, and I don't know what's going on. Yeah. Roy tries to find out if Jeff speaks any other languages. <laughs> like the language Roy. of love? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> probably. Um... And then the meeting ends with a weird close-up on Roy. Yeah. <laughs> just really stays with him a little long. And yeah, you and I have talked about this a little bit before we started, you know, recording that uh, this is just a really. I, we don't know if it's oddly acted by Sidney Poitier, if, if if it's the writing or the directing. Yeah, it's just a awkward movie. Yeah, like, and it's funny. I looked up some of you know the writers and directors and stuff on IMDb, and they have like some credits to their name. Like, I think one of the writers wrote uh, "One Flew Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest," uh, which is you know pretty famous film, and uh, one of them directed. Uh, the director is a little sketchy, but he did direct uh, "Money Pit," <laughs> so that's something. <laughs> But uh, yeah, so I don't know what's up with Sidney Portier. <laughs> it's kind of odd. Yeah, they just make him really weird in this movie. Like, because uh, there are parts later on where he, you know, basically he hooks up with the guidance counselor. I don't think they go all the way because he still has underwear on. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so, but even then, like when he's flirting with her, it's awkward. And I'm like, Sidney Portier should not have to be awkward. Like, you know, he's the man. Yeah, he is the man. <laughs> in this movie, not so much. Not the man. <laughs> no. no, he's kind of creepy in this movie. It's creepsters. And then we see uh, the other creepster, the flip-flop creepster, Scuba. Oh, God. <laughs> Stop with showing his flip-flops. <laughs> you know, that's something... I, I don't remember all the toe footage when I was a kid. I think <laughs> I blocked that out. Um, so Scuba, he's on a speedboat uh, with a skier tagging along. And then uh, some creepy music starts playing, and Scuba cuts the line on the water skier. That um, was horrible. Yeah, and she gets hit by that huge boat, or, you know, presumably, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, it was funny at first, but then when she died, it was horrible. <laughs> I don't know. When he, when he, like, brought her around to the front of this huge boat, and then he just kind of stops, mm-hmm. and he looks back at her, and she's, like, freaking out. She's like, hey. Hey, like, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> it, was, I was, it was laughing on the inside. You got good reviews on Yelp. You shouldn't be doing this. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is funny. But, and then it was gross because there was all this blood in the water. Yes. Uh, then we see Comrade Korpov, and uh, he's in a car talking to a dude about scuba while they drive to the border. Then uh, Karpov, he jumps the border and gets into a cab, and... Um, He's the man that wants to go to the Fountain Grove. <laughs> yeah. Uh, then Brewer uh, is talking to Roy and uh, shows a picture of Karpov. And then uh, Roy has got a uh, scuba, but that's strictly unofficial. <laughs> you know, he's like, you got him. You're the man. You can get him. But it's unofficial. And then this is when Roy, like he starts his collection of pictures. <laughs> Then um, is that, that's the one where it was like the picture where it was like blown up 
Then blown up. Yeah. Then yeah. Blown up. yeah I don't know like, if that's the part or not, but yeah, oh, okay. there, there's a scene where they just, and it may be, maybe that picture or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. It so. probably is. Yeah. Yeah. Cause they show it a couple times, you know? So, but yeah, I think that's the first one. They like all these blown up things and Tammy was like, all right, we get it. <laughs> it's Carpop. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and I think, I don't know. I just have the note that someone said, don't stroke me, Jim. And I swear that was, <laughs> that was Roy. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. That was Roy talking to Brewer, Jim Brewer. Okay. And, yeah. Uh, telling yeah. him he was, he, he got him. He got him. Yeah, he's like, don't, like, don't, stroke, don't stroke me, Jim. Me. And I was like, this movie <laughs> is getting creepy. <laughs> <laughs> so then Roy, he's looking at the um, article about his former partner that got killed by scuba or maybe not. <laughs> And then um, Roy, he looks up Jeff's family again, and uh, it still doesn't compute. (laughs) (laughs) Shocker. Yeah. Then Jeff, he's at the DMV and is greeted by Roy. Um, Who even got his license for him. Yeah, yeah. And they uh, take a ride together. Um, Roy shows Jeff that he's an FBI agent. And Roy tells Jeff to keep his eye out, but not to tell his folks about him. Creepy. <laughs> Hello. Why are you telling me not to tell my parents about you? This is really, really weird. Then uh, things are busy at the nursery, the Grant nursery. And uh, Roy is creeping around the nursery and starts to talk to Elizabeth, uh, the mom. Yeah. And uh, Richard and Jeff, they go fishing. And then... Um, Roy talks to Miss McLaughlin uh, to get info on Jeff. And then Roy uh, starts to creep on her a little bit. You know? Yeah, they're in a dark r- little room. So random. <laughs> what? Why? And why are you in that room with that dude? Like, I would be freaked out. <laughs> yeah. Guys, obviously a creep. And it, the, the actress is Loretta Devine, who, like, mm-hmm. she's in a bunch of stuff. And I was like, who is that? And it's just because she's so young and yeah. she's so, so much thinner. I yes, was like, oh. Is. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I think this is one of her definitely earlier roles. Yeah. Just awkwardly flirting. <laughs> then uh, Elizabeth uh, found some sort of metal capsule uh thing <laughs> in a fish <laughs> and calls uh richard uh uh over and then uh later uh richard tucks jeff in <laughs> yes <laughs> kind of awkward and uh i don't remember being tucked in when i was 17 yeah i wouldn't think so <laughs> and uh richard meets uh elizabeth in the nursery and uh they open a coded note from the capsule and the note read something about Karpov, Karpov opening or something. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't understand that either. Yeah. And then they burn the note. Yeah. Burn, like, you got to burn it. <laughs> like good spies. Yes, of course. And I like that they had to take it outside to read it in the dark. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. why can't you just read it in the house that you own and pay for and your son's asleep because you just tucked him in. So, you know, he's not up. Well, maybe they just thought it was a little bit more hidden. I don't know. I guess. Yeah, I mean, they're they're spies, so they got to be careful, you know. I don't know. (laughs) Um, At uh, SeaWorld, uh, Dolphin (laughs) finds uh, a hat, (laughs) and uh, there's a body in the water. Okay, my theory is that Dolphin killed that dude. Uh, 100% the Dolphin (laughs) killed the dude. Whenever there's a Dolphin... The guy in the 1950s sailor outfit. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Not sure about that one either. Um... (laughs) I was so confused. Yeah. 
then uh, Roy, he's looking at a bunch of pictures to figure out uh, what's going on, you know, comparing Karpov to the Grants and like, you know, just where do they fit in in the mix? Um, and then Roy uh, ends up moving in next to the Grants <laughs> and tries to get Jeff to help him move in. <laughs> and yeah. Jeff is like, you're a creeper, dude. I don't want to be near you at all. Yeah, and his Why parents are, are like, no, go help him move in. No, he'll. that's fine. He'll help you. Yeah. It's the 80s. Everything's fine. He's not a creeper. It's like, no, he is. He is 100% a creeper. Watch out for that, dude. Um, so then um, Jeff tries to find out uh, Roy's deal without any luck. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, Karpov is in the area on a stakeout. Then uh, Jeff talks to Richard to find out more about his father um or talks to to roy i don't know what that means what happened jeff talks to richard to find out more oh he's just trying to find out more about his dad he's just you know jeff is you know trying to find out uh, okay dad what's uh you know tell me some stories i'm trying to figure out what's going on here yeah and then uh jeff's at the drive-in theater with barbara (laughs) she's back yeah. And I think the last time you'll see her, right? Yeah, she's only there. She was in the beginning. She was one of yeah, the dancers, yeah. but yeah. Yeah, I think those are like the only two scenes that you'd see of her. She got a much bigger part in The Boy Who Could Fly. <laughs> <laughs> then uh, Roy is with uh, Miss McLaughlin, um, but is more focused on what Jeff is up to. <laughs> yeah, that was awkward too. So he's like, they're sitting in the car in the drive-in on a date, yes. presumably. They're on a date. And Roy is only there because he knows Jeff is there with Barbara. And so he just keeps like looking around to find where Jeff is at. Instead of like either paying attention to the movie or his date, he's paying attention to the 17-year-old boy, which is creepy. Yeah. And then uh, Barbara and Jeff make out, and uh, then they eat their burrito or whatever, <laughs> like like they're famined. <laughs> um, Karpov is taking a shower. Oh my god! This scene. <laughs> then Scuba shows up to threaten him <laughs> with a knife, just real quick, and then gets out of there. <laughs> yeah, I would have peed myself. <laughs> yeah, because he like tears the shower curtain yeah. back threatens him holds the knife up to his like neck oh yeah he's ready to fight and then throws the shower curtain back (laughs) like closes it and then runs away i guess because he's out of there pretty quick yeah and then karpov like is just standing there and then throws the shower curtain back like he's gonna do something all of a sudden well i think he was probably shocked he's like well yeah what is this dude doing (laughs) what's up with those toes (laughs) yeah really (laughs) Um, so Jeff and Roy, they're playing some basketball and, uh, Roy tells, uh, Jeff that his parents are Russian spies. Yeah. Like, no. Sleeper agents. Yeah. Like no warning. Jeff, your parents are sleeper agents. <laughs> they're Russian spies. Yeah. I mean, that kind of thing. You probably want to sort of break it to him a little bit. Like, uh, Hey man, uh, got something kind of disturbing to tell you about your parents. <laughs> You're probably not going to believe me at first, but... 
Here's I, maybe what, I why have I'm proof. really here. <laughs> yeah. I'm not actually a creeper. I'm just trying to take care of you. <laughs> well, let's be clear. I am creepy. <laughs> but I'm an FBI agent that creeps. <laughs> That's creepy. So it makes it As okay. I've learned through doing X-Files, FBI agents, they're creepers. That's the way they are. <laughs> Totes. So, um, Roy tells... I mean, and he works with Deep Throat, so... <laughs> yeah, definitely. So, Roy tells Jeff about his parents and uh, how they became spies. And uh, then it cuts to the Grants watching Newhart. <laughs> no, yeah. Very American thing. Um, and then Jeff uh, speeds around in his truck. It's all mad. And he makes a phone call to Roy, then hangs up. And then Jeff calls Barbara... Uh, to tell her he's leaving and wants to know if she'll come with him. And uh, she's like, uh, no way, dude. <laughs> you gotta be kidding me. <laughs> yeah. It's like this girl that we've seen twice. You want her to run away? Like, what? what? He's got high expectations of this whole situation <laughs> and, and his relationship with uh, Barbara, I think. So, um, after he gets turned down, he's like, oh, well, I guess I'll just go back home. (laughs) And then Roy says, you had me for a moment. (laughs) What? Oh, you know, Dan. Oh, I know. So, uh, Jeff tells his mom that, uh, he needs work done on his car. And, uh, do you know what a promise is? (laughs) Yeah. He freaks out. He's going crazy. Um, and he's starting to really freak out his parents and uh, Elizabeth and Richard they eventually give him the, the money for his truck um, and they you know it seems like they kind of know okay he he knows something's something's up here I think they just right? think he's being a hormonal 17 year old I oh at this they, point okay yeah, yeah, I don't think they know oh really see I thought they were a little like yeah I mean maybe no, they I were think just... they were kind of like what the f got into him but you know that's... <laughs> give him his money yeah I'm that that was odd to me because I'm like what if he's on drugs and he's acting yeah. out because he's on drugs and now you're giving him money oh you're the worst parents <laughs> the worst yeah <laughs> So then uh, <laughs> Scuba meets up with one of uh, Karpov's man, men and uh, he tells Scuba about money that's in some storage locker and then uh, ends up getting killed by Scuba. Yeah, and this was the um, taxi cab driver guy. Was he also the taxi yeah. cab driver? Yeah. And I know he was the guy at the fish market too. Yeah. Like he just started or whatever. <laughs> yeah. The one that just started. He just showed up and I was like, yeah. and you just let him work there? Like what? <laughs> Well, that guy's obviously working with the KGB too, probably. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah. you know, he's a friend of, <laughs> you know, I don't know. Like one of those cover businesses, uh, like a nursery. <laughs> so uh, Roy shows pictures to Jeff of a bunch of dead people. <laughs> and, <laughs> and Jeff's parents are the only sleeper cells or sleeper agents that aren't dead. <laughs> Good for you, Jeff. Yeah. Congratulations. <laughs> And uh, Roy tells Jeff to spy on his parents. <laughs> yep. And then... Uh, if you want to be American. Yeah, exactly. Get into the Air Force. Yeah. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, at the ballet, uh, Karpov <laughs> meets up with the Grants. And uh, they're to help him with anything. Gee, I wonder why. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, we cut to Jeff. He's doing some snooping at the house. And Jeff finds uh, passports in a cactus. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure what made him look in that cactus. Yeah, I mean, I know they had, like, 
talked about the cactus before, but I don't know if oh, it was that specific okay. cactus, you know, because he brought over the cactus at yeah. one point. But I don't think that was the one. They own a nursery, so it's like there's got to be tons of plants that they kind of got to bring on the back. cacti. Yeah, I, who knows? So, well, he got lucky. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, Karpov, he uh, threatens, uh, as he's talking to the Grants, he threatens Jeff's life. And uh, the Grants, you know, uh, they start to freak out. And they also, like, uh, are shown all the money that they're going to get. And then they start talking in Russian. So <laughs> yeah. I, I guess they're happy about it, <laughs> about the money and everything. I just thought, I was like, why his parents must already have a lot of money. That was like a private balcony that they had for the ballet. Yeah, it's pretty fancy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it, as the credits were rolling, I noticed um, that one of the, the ballet dudes, the ballerinos, is uh, Prince Desire. Prince Desire. In, yeah, the Sleeping Beauty Ballet is um Robert Hill, who is our um the the artistic director of the Orlando Ballet. Yeah, so we've uh, seen a lot of his work. Yeah. And so, so we had to rewind it to make sure like is that the same Robert Hill cuz we cuz it said that it was um the ballet company they used for the movie was the American Ballet. Mm-hmm. And um I I do know that Robert Hill was part of the American Ballet. So, yeah, we rewound it and we're like, sure enough, that's Robert Hill. That's. <laughs> yeah. And that was, that scene was actually, um, they were touring the, the ballet and they happened to be in San Diego at the time where they were, um, <laughs> you know, making this film. And so they, um, I guess, you know, they thought, you know, we could save some money and just, you know, uh, take a day, film this, whatever. Well, you know, it's Sleeping Beauty is the ballet that they were doing. And I guess with like royalties and everything, the, the scene costs half a million dollars. <gasps> no Because way. of all the royalties and everything, you know, that they'd have to pay out. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it, what it was supposed to be like, you know, kind of a way to save a couple bucks and everything ended up uh, costing a cool half a mil. Yeah, and I I uh, went to the Orlando Ballet website and was looking at Robert Hill's bio because I wanted because I knew he had been with the American Ballet, but I was just was like maybe I thought that's what it was. So like I I was rereading his bio and he didn't put anywhere in there about little Nikita because yeah, he was embarrassed. Yeah. <laughs> Why would you be? But uh, yeah, and and like you know you I mean you see him like it's, oh, yeah. it's him for sure. So it's just a kind of fun. <laughs> Um, so then, um, Jeff, he, uh, burst in on Roy while he's, uh, entertaining Miss McLaughlin. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like, I don't know what kind of underwear (laughs) that dude's wearing, but it's creepy. (laughs) So, uh, (laughs) then, uh, Jeff and Roy go to a bar. And it's like, I don't know if Jeff is drinking alcohol or not. It's, you know, like, it's like a highball glass and, a, you know, it's clear. So with ice in it, it's hard yeah. to say. If, but there was a scene before when they, after they were playing basketball and they start to talk about uh, Jeff's parents, where I swear they're sharing a Michelob beer. <laughs> I, I swear he's drinking a beer, but I don't he know. He wants to get Jeff a little drunk, I think. Yeah, exactly. Here, sip on some Jesus juice. You'll oh like my it. <laughs> so, um, Jeff isn't happy with uh, what he's uh, found out, and he takes his frustrations out on Roy. Spare me the violins, G-Man. <laughs> <laughs> 
great writing there. Gee, man. <laughs> oh, man. Wonderful. So uh, Elizabeth and Richard, they uh, come back to the nursery from a night out and uh, they discuss what to do with Jeff. And then Jeff comes home and shows his parents. Um, yeah, like right away, just like throws the, the, the bullets or whatever, or whatever they are. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, he asks them what his name is. <laughs> and we find out it's Jeff isn't a Russian name. <laughs> yeah, just not a Russian name. Nika or Nikita, yeah. which I thought that was like a lady name because <laughs> you always hear about La Femme Nikita. So yeah. I don't know. Well, I think Nika is his name, and then yeah. like Nikita is like like a my dear one or my, yeah, 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 yeah. Like yeah, and I understand that, but you know, it it still sounds feminine. <laughs> you yes. know, well, River Phoenix at this point looks a little feminine, so a little femme. <laughs> Yeah, or I want him to be a little femme, you know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or maybe he was also born a woman. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> a female, and they didn't tell him that either. <laughs> so uh, Karpov calls and uh, tells Richard that it's time. <laughs> the time has come. Yeah, time to uh, kill Scuba, the uh, rogue agent. So uh, Jeff runs to Roy's house, but can't find him. And we see that Karpov is in the house. I and was it takes actually a little like, bit of time. Yeah, I was surprised to see Karpov in Roy's house. Yeah, well, because at first, like, you're not exactly sure where he's calling from. Yeah. And then, like, Jeff, like, zooms right by him. And so you, you kind of think, well, maybe they're just interlacing the cuts or something. Like, is he really there? I, I, is it Roy's house? What's going on well, and here? And then it doesn't <laughs> help that Karpov is on the phone with richard jeff's dad yeah and is talking to him continuously there's a you know ongoing uh-huh. conversation and jeff is right there in like the next room yelling for roy and he doesn't <laughs> hear this conversation happening i'm Not like you would be the worst spy yes jeff. <laughs> little nikita yeah <laughs> you would be the worst <laughs> so uh karpov uh he points the gun at jeff nikita and uh, they talk about uh, all things Russian. <laughs> and he calls him Nikita about 10,000 times. Yeah, just to, to make a point. He's like, yeah. my name is Jeff. You're Nikita to me. Exactly. <laughs> and then, um, <laughs> you know, Jeffy gets a, a Russian cigarette. You know, yeah. I'm sure they're very popular for the Russian cigarettes. And uh, he leaves uh, the cigarette uh, in Roy's uh soap dish in in the bathroom I guess as a calling card because when Roy ultimately is going to find this he'll know. <laughs> oh he'll know. <laughs> this is Russian <laughs> here. <laughs> so uh, Jeff and uh, Konstantin Karpov they leave the house as Jeff's parents just kind of look on. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah take my kid please. <laughs> He's a do-bag. Um, so Roy returns home and he notices the cigarette and then he, uh, runs over to the grants and begs to come with them <laughs> to the rendezvous, uh, point and they okay. leave without him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, why are they even talking to Roy? Like they don't uh, yeah. know he's an FBI agent. They think he's just some dude that moved in across the street from him. I don't know. Maybe they started to like, um, put two and two together. How? Cause like. Well, okay, so... Other than their son going over to his house a lot. Yeah, well, okay, well, his, his, like, all of a sudden, this guy Roy shows up, 
And like, you know, he was, he basically said like, yeah, I was casing out the joint when I was at the nursery a few weeks ago and now I live here. It's like, okay, you know, I get it. That makes some sort of sense. You're checking out the neighborhood before you buy the house. And then like, he's hanging out with Jeff a lot. And then Jeff, all of a sudden, you know, after 17 years is like finding out about some stuff. So maybe they just put like two and two together and he comes out and then they're, I don't know. It's there's some holes, believe it or not, in this film. <laughs> I like that you're trying to explain them though, Dan. <laughs> well, I appreciate I it. it. Hey, you try. And I, uh. I like that they hid their money in plants. I'm like, I'm gonna start checking bushes. I'm gonna go around yeah. checking people's bushes for cash. <laughs> Whoa, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> so then uh Roy plays an audio tape at his house that he has like this big reel to reel machine that apparently is always recording what's going on in his house. (laughs) Creeper much. Uh, Yeah. Why he has it set up in his own house. I'm not sure. It's really weird. Well, to uh, listen to conversations with Karpov and Jeff, I guess it came in handy, whatever the reason. Then uh, the grants, they're at the shipyard and scuba the flip-flop bandit is there <laughs> and uh he's ready to cut a bee um he's got his knife uh just <laughs> hiding behind his back yeah. uh karpov shows up and tries to shoot scuba and scuba runs away and then roy chases after him he is not um, wearing the appropriate footwear to be running around and jumping on boats yeah not at all and uh the cooler that the grants had is taken on a boat by some random kid. Yeah. And then Roy and Scuba fight and Karpov and Jeff get away. <laughs> uh, then Karpov and Jeff, they get on a trolley to the border <laughs> like the next day or something. Yeah, everything goes a little wackadoodle here. I was like, what? what's going on? Now everyone's running away. Yeah. Now they're all running to the border. <laughs> Trying to get to the border. So then the Grants follow them and they try to run the trolley off the tracks with their truck? I, no, I think they're just trying to like well, get Jeff's point, attention. Oh, like when they hit into the trolley with the truck, they're just trying well, to get his attention? That, and I think Richard isn't paying attention to where he's going. <laughs> he's a bad driver. Yeah, because multiple times his wife Elizabeth has to tell him, like, keep your eyes on the road. Keep your eyes on the road. <laughs> yeah. So. Eventually, uh, they lose the trolley, uh, but they're still on hot pursuit. And uh, Jeff... <laughs> There's one point in the trolley where it's right before he notices his parents. He sees like this guy that's working on the trolley who happens to be African-American. Yes. (laughs) And he has this look like, Roy, is that you? And I was like, (laughs) Roy, not every black dude is Roy. Well, in this movie, like there's only one black dude except for that black dude. I guess. (laughs) So, yeah. (laughs) I guess apparently not a lot of African-Americans in San Diego, I guess. My note was, just because it's a black guy does not make it Roy. However, those are your parents outside. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I have a very similar note there, Tammy. Very funny. (laughs) So, uh, then his uh, parents uh, get on the trolley and uh, they talk to Karpov and scuba and roy then get on the trolley so i guess all night somehow roy had scuba under 
you know, like arrest or I something. I have no clue. Because we don't see Roy and Scuba basically this entire chase. Yeah. And they randomly show up and Roy has no backup at nope. all. Backup never, spoiler alert, backup never shows up. Nope. This is never called. He just, what? <laughs> I don't get that one. Um, so then uh, Roy tells Karpov how uh, he lost him at the Union Station in 1967. <laughs> and uh, Roy wants to kill uh, Scuba. But uh, if he does, Karpov will kill Jeff. Because I guess he has to have Scuba alive? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure. Then it's, I, It uh, seems like he wanted Scuba dead, but then now I he doesn't. Maybe he wanted to do, do it by his own hands. I don't know. And then... Um, so, Scuba... There's a standoff. Uh, Scuba goes to Karpov. Jeff goes to Roy. Uh, they all get off the trolley. A man bumps into Scuba... Uh, Scuba gets Jeff and tries to throw him over the overpass. <laughs> then uh, Scuba gets shot by Roy and Karpov. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, then Roy and Karpov carry Scuba uh, weekend at Bernie style. <laughs> yes. And pass him off to some Russian dudes. <laughs> and make Jeff go with him to walk in front of them to hide. Yes. To hide what's going on. This little ki- scrawny kid is going to hide that you guys are carrying a dead person. And like, he's a big dude. Yeah. <laughs> Scuba guy. And, and Jeff like, is a tiny and man. Ser- I mean, you're, you're not joking when you say Weekend at Bur- Bernie style. They just have him draped over as if he's like their drunk friend. Yeah. <laughs> that they're trying to walk across the border with. And they do. <laughs> Very <Yeah>. easily. <laughs> yeah. They pass him off to two other guys. that are Yeah, two other Russian just, dudes. Yeah. yeah. And, and they just, yeah. Away they go. <laughs> So, uh, Karpov, he also, uh, crosses the border and then, uh, he says his goodbyes to Jeff and, uh, little Nikita. (laughs) Yes. Little Nikita and Jeff runs to his parents and then, uh, Karpov says his goodbyes to Roy. (laughs) Uh, Jeff embraces his parents. Uh, Karpov informs Roy that Russians don't shoot their children. Makes sense. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, so Roy doesn't have to worry about Jeff. Is that what he's saying? I guess. Well, I think what it was is like, I was never going to do anything to Nikita. Maybe you know, I, gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> I and then, and then the some random border patrol guy comes up and starts talking to Roy, and I'm like, does everyone at the border patrol know who Roy is? Apparently, he's a popular dude. Well, I'm sure he's like. He probably has run into like a lot of issues in uh, Mexico before and like the Border Patrol has to help him get out of there because they're like, hey, this guy's a creepo. He's talking to kids, doing weird stuff. And then the Border Patrol helps him out because he's an FBI agent. Yeah, I was like, okay, so Roy thinks he saved the day because Jeff is back and Scuba's dead. Mm -hmm. But he let the other Russian spy go. Mm hmm. And there's, he's not going to do anything about the sleeper spies. Yeah. <laughs> and that's how the movie ends. Everyone's yeah. happy. What? Yeah. The Grants, they're, they're still hugging. They leave. Credits roll. Fade uh, to black. Yeah. And they say, uh, let's go home. Oh, okay. Man, no big deal. Everything's okay now. Nikita. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> So, uh, <laughs> Tammy. 
thank you YouTube for this amazing movie. <laughs> yeah. Um, do you have a rating for us? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I didn't know what was going on. It wasn't. A, you know what? It wasn't a bad movie. It just wasn't a good movie. <laughs> I don't. Uh, but it, it actually it wasn't too bad, and there were some interesting parts. I just think that. Like, there were too many good actors in this movie, and I didn't understand how they got placed in this film. And it was... Uh, it's so, I so gave strange. It, yeah. yeah, so I gave it six and a half out of ten Russian spy stories that are way over my head, apparently. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think it's over everyone's head. I think you're supposed to really accept a lot, you know? Um, yeah, in the 80s, um, I really like this movie. Um, I can't tell you exactly why, like, what is the payoff for like an eight or nine year old watching this movie. I guess it's just cause like river Phoenix was in it and he's like in other movies that I really enjoyed. Um, so yeah. And it's sort of like when I watched it, I always thought sort of, of uh, gleaming the cube as well, but obviously not as good as gleaming the cube, but you know, without the skateboards and the fun stuff, but it's like that kind of thing where like there's a kid sort of helping, you know, yeah, a cop, the cop or FBI agent thing. type thing. I don't know. So I guess I like Solving that kind of crimes. stuff. Um, you know, I was a big fan of cop and a half. So maybe that's why. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so 80s Dan gave it uh, eight and a half Russian double crosses. Whoa. And then uh, current Dan. Um, yeah, it, it doesn't hold up at all. Uh, but <laughs> I still, you know, enjoyed watching it and, but probably won't watch it ever again. I think this is, <laughs> this is all I needed. The fun farewell. Yeah. It, when it goes back into the vault, it's going back into the vault. Uh, so I gave it a seven out of 10. Watch out for commie double crossers and creepy Roy's. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So, um, we we both have been uh, under the weather lately, Tammy, and yeah. had bronchitis and everything, and so now we're we're just feeling better, and so we kind of were like, you know what, we haven't had an episode in a while, so we need to just crank <laughs> something out. So I just picked something that I didn't even have on the list, and uh, so we could just uh, get something <laughs> out there. And uh, so we don't have any feedback today. <laughs> um, but next time, we'll definitely announce uh, what we're going to be reviewing, and we'll probably have a guest, and uh, you can leave us... Uh, feedback on the Facebook page for all watch that movie and subscribe to us on iTunes and all that fun stuff. Uh, where can we find you on the internet, Tammy? Everywhere. Oh, Lord. <laughs> uh, I am part of getpodcast.com uh, and also intro to x.com where I am learning more and more about the FBI every day. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, this probably gives you like a whole new. Uh, I mean, for him. you know, if anything, this is Deep Throat's background. This is how he started in the FBI. Yeah, really. <laughs> it's, so, it's the prequel for Deep Throat. <laughs> exactly. So I guess and, Mulder is like a, a, a probably wanted change after Creepy Roy. I mean, imagine how many times he's probably had to get him out of jail in like sticky situations, literally. <laughs> Mulder is probably like a welcome you know, <laughs> problem. <laughs> probably. Yeah. How about you, Dan? Uh, you can find me on the Twitter at uh, DanLandZero. And uh, so we're going to put this baby back in the vault and it's going to stay there. <laughs> Pow.
Lock, 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 lock. I was going to say, did you just blow up the vault? No, the rear was putting it back in. Oh, okay. <laughs> you put it back in, and then close it. <laughs> I learned all these um, vocal exercises from Michael Winslow from the Police Academy movies. Uh, so thank, thank you, everyone, for uh, listening. And uh, until next time, bye. Bye. <laughs> Oh.